0: Aloha and welcome to the Golden Thread Podcast. My name is Marnie. I'm very excited to be introducing our next guest speaker, Whitney P. Ilani of Kalo Mind and Body, a yoga studio in Kailua, which is on the island of Oahu in Hawaii. Mahalo, Whitney, for joining me today to talk about Kalo Mind Body. Thank you, Marnie. <laughs> And uh, the reason why we wanted to have this conversation today, um, not only during this time of tremendous universal healing, we wanted to also talk about how important it is to do your sadhana practice or your yogic practice or your spiritual practice and connect with the body. Um, Kalo is Something that we're gonna talk about what that means if you guys don't know Hawaiian and it's okay. Uh, Whitney is, she received her 200 hour ERT in 2013 with Core Power Yoga. She also has an advanced 300 hour RYT and Ashtanga Hatha and Ayurvedic medicine certification. She's a massage therapist. She's a Reiki practitioner and um, is also an incredible hula dancer with Halawi Kaveku. So I'm very excited to welcome her to the podcast. Discuss the importance right now and the importance of having a practice right now. And Whitney would you like to add in anything regarding like who you are and how you became on this path and why it's important for you to have your own your own sadhana practice or your own yoga practice and really like it's turned into a whole business and and uh, you're a full-time teacher and lots of wonderful things that you're doing
1: yeah thank you so much for touching on all that. Um, sometimes it you know kind of surprises me that. I've um it seems like I've accomplished a lot but oftentimes I'm like oh man I you know I need to accomplish more there's oftentimes this need to do more and um and that's kind of where I'm at right now in my life like although I am in another training right now online I have come to this place in this last week where I'm like whoa like I need to press the pause button super hard right now because um, I need to just stop everything and which I don't ever do like I don't know if I've ever really just stopped there's been moments where I stop doing something and it shifts into something else but truly just you know, like not teaching a yoga class for a week or not holding space for anybody else for a week and just allowing myself to have that opportunity to like clear out and cleanse out. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. So thank you for touching on all of the accomplishments that I've I've kind of had over the past um, seven years of this uh, yoga teaching journey. Um, Kalo Mind and Body honestly was guided into the physical realm by my spirit guides because um it's something that i've been intentionalizing and manifesting for a really long time and if you manifest something from your heart space long enough it eventually becomes it it comes into reality and so it it came into reality last year in um, early july and um, i opened the space in september and um it's really just a space for people to connect to their authenticity um in this culture that we live in um we're really not ourselves Um, we are the the person that has been conditioned by our current surroundings and our past surroundings and um we're in this like blessed time of um allowing all of those conditionings to kind of crumble away and not be a part of who we truly are. So that's exactly what call of mind and body is, is allow to feel safe and then support the individual to um, release expectation really like to just like the daily expectation of showing up a certain way or looking a certain way or accomplishing a certain amount of things all of those things that we um, expect from ourselves and then expect from other people just to be like okay like this is the expectations that I have in my mind and they're not necessary right now and um, and one of the reasons why I was really inspired to um, make this the type of space um, that it is is because it's a part of a bigger dream that I'm working towards but because I need that space like I need a space where I can disconnect and completely cut the cords that I'm trying to cut of my conditionings and my surroundings and and becoming very aware of the person that I am that is not truly who I am it's the person that you know holds the layers of my mother of my grandmother and so on before me and those are no longer layers that i want to be identified with in this life Um, and i needed that practice for myself and knowing that i needed that i know that other people need that as well so that's um the evolution that kalo is in and it's it's definitely evolving as we speak um Yeah, you know, I'm not too sure if it's going to be exactly how it's been this past six months because times have changed, but it's still going to continue to be an intimate space for growth for people.
0: Beautiful. And for you to explain what Kalo means, because some people might not know what that means and what it is.
1: Um. Kalo is, um, I guess you could say it's a very esoteric word, Um, that word specifically has no meaning, like the word, it being defined into an English word, there's no meaning for it. Um, It's uh, really the story that allows the individual to apply um, how that story lands in, in their heart and what that story means for them. So Kalo is, is the, the Hawaiian word for taro, although it's not like the exact definition. And um, the Kalo plant is the story of Haloa, which is so basically the story of creation. Of um, a daughter and her father, and the father um, inseminating her, his daughter, and the firstborn um, being born um, not fully developed and just a fetus, and that fetus being planted as an offering to the gods, and then from that fetus grew. Um, This plant that uh, we Hawaiian native Hawaiian people call kalo, and that has been the um, primary source of abundance and sustenance and and life um, and like edible life um, for the people here in the Hawaiian Islands. But um, that story has so much meaning because uh, what I take from that story is throughout life you know you're gonna have these these things that you're creating you're constantly creating you're constantly birthing and what is being birthed is going through that life and death cycle and it can be something as big as you creating a child or, or creating something that is just as important as a child, a business or a relationship or whatever it may be, all of the things that are very important to us, you create that as an individual. And sometimes that process of creation and evolution doesn't come to the space that you think it's gonna come to. It doesn't turn out how you think it's gonna turn out and um you can be like really disappointed at times you can be really hurt like if it's a relationship that has ended unexpectedly like like a child not being fully developed and being born a fetus still you know like those types of growth cycles that we go through in life like that's going to happen and and, and what are you to do in those moments that you've put in so much intention and heart energy into creating something and it doesn't turn out as you have um, idealized it to turn out, how you have dreamed it or visualized it to turn out? Do you just get upset and angry and full of doubt and turn away? Or do you take the lesson from this story of HALOA you plant that that into the ground, back into Mother Earth as an offering and allow something that has so much more to offer you to grow from that space.
0: Mm. Yeah. Beautiful. I love it. And I think there is some... I could hear a little bit of this interesting concept to some people which who might not know the the whole concept of ho'oponopono which seems to be a hot topic always and um, incorporating you know forgiveness and those practices in that and I wanted to see if you could touch on ho'oponopono just a little bit from a Hawaiian from a native Hawaiian standpoint of how incredibly wide and big that concept is and it is more of a not just a lifestyle but it is something that's you know embedded into the culture embedded into the family structure um it's not something that's just you know we try it once and then and so let's say for like kalo like Kalo's going through a whole ponopono maybe or we're all going through a whole right now how do we mix that together to stay in grounded in the body and then welcome in these sacred practices to then create new ways of being how do you see that working together
1: well oh man you know forgiveness is um i mean may we all intellectualize what forgiveness truly is you know and allow that that um that road of forgiveness to to leave the headspace because oftentimes we we only practice forgiveness in, in our mind and in our headspace, and allow it to really drop and anchor into your heart space because forgiveness is unconditional love. And, um, you know, Ho'oponopono, I mean, Ho'oponopono is, is simply the practice of aloha and, you know, going back to all of the people that have lived all of the humans that have lived on this land you know 600 years ago and before that a thousand years ago and even way 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 before that farther back than um, most people can even understand and talk about but there was no disconnection from one person to another person so that practice of Ho'oponopono and forgiveness is is really being in this space of unconditional love and right now in this life that we live in there's so many conditions to what love is and um, you know Ho'oponopono is like seen as like a therapy practice right now Um, and really it's just the practice of aloha and to to anchor yourself down into a space of unconditional love and um where there's no separateness between you and another person and to remember that to to come back together and be like you know what like i know that i'm not separate from you and i'm sorry for a moment that you know i i I expressed my emotions and rage and I needed to express that but that that doesn't make me separate from you you know like we we um we you know like if I was to be in an argument with somebody or a fight with somebody and that was to be expressed at at one moment or another in rage or that person was to express themselves in rage, right? And rage being something where you're not physically hurting somebody, right? Like when you come to the Mm -hmm. point of physically hurting somebody, that's completely different. But like, if your rage is this emotional expression, then let, like let that emotional expression happen right and allow that other person to have that emotional expression but can you come back to a space of unity after that right and that's what ho'oponopono is we don't often come back into that space together as one we we allow those moments of emotional expression to create a lot of separation and instead of seeing like wow like you know she or he just expressed this deep rage and I know what that rage feels like and although it might seem like it's being expressed upon me like that rage also resides in me and I know that I need to support that person expressing that type of feeling whether it's a good feeling a good emotion being expressed or a very like scary emotion when you're watching it you know it's just like like the volcano erupting it's so scary right to be in that space of like wow like maybe my house is going to be burned down or maybe i'm going to die but like there is this like there's this this awe in it like you're like holy shit this is like, like more than I've ever seen in my entire life like how epic how amazing is it to see a volcano erupt you know and um yeah anyway so did I kind of drift off from ho'oponopono I don't think so yeah it's just being able to really (laughs) anchor yourself down into unconditional love
0: unconditional love and I I um I know I don't think you went off a little I think it's important for people to Understand that it is a concept that can be practiced like you said Um, In Hawaii, I would say that there's there is a lot more practice of aloha and aloha ma which is which might not be true in many other places on the planet and so there's more of that like unconditional loving vibration of aloha that's here compassion practice that's here and why a lot of people i think feel like they want to come to hawaii so they can experience that because they've never experienced that before of having like deep amount of compassion practicing whole to me just epic in itself like wow that we get to practice this right now as a collective how powerful is that and then we do our own work like through Kalo of like connecting to the body and coming into our own bodies and seeing how we feel with all of these raging emotions as they're surfacing up like a volcano Um, it is the work that we're in right now and most definitely Finding people like Whitney who you know, are not only stewards of a particular lineage, whether it's a Hawaiian lineage or it's a yoga Hindu lineage, you know, or Reiki or massage therapist Lomi, um, finding people who can guide you through this time is very beneficial and supportive. Um, I don't know how else people are navigating these times of troubled waters, I kind of say. It's, it's really intense right now um so I wanted to kind of go into is there anything else though about Ho'oponopono I mean I know that there is like huna and there's different people who teach it and if people wanted to learn more what would you what would your advice be
1: well um well huna is a is a I would say is a newer term it's not really a a native Hawaiian term to the practice of Ho'omana but um well, one of the one of the things that I do want to share about forgiveness is that um, the layer of forgiveness that we often don't practice, and that's true, which is which resides truly in the heart space, is is really embracing your story. Right. So, like when you come into these moments of conflict with an individual, and um, you know, there's that that split second of separation and
0: hope- you're gonna have to say that you're gonna have to say that over again because you broke up a little bit okay Same, um are free yeah
1: okay so wait can you hear me right now you think yeah okay yeah so um
0: okay, perfect. one of
1: the one of the one of the layers of forgiveness that we we don't practice which is the layer of forgiveness in the heart spaces, is the um, the acknowledging your you're acknowledging your own personal story, right? So when you come into these moments of conflict with an individual, and then you drop down into into um, a sacred container of Ho'oponopono and Ho'omana, and you allow yourself to acknowledge your personal story, like what story is being activated, what memory is being activated, um, what boundary is being crossed, um, and what shame story is coming to the surface. And and it's in that, um, it's in that layer that you truly forgive because, because we're all, we're all connected, yet we're all experiencing something completely separate from one another, although we're very connected to one another, right? Like, so in a moment of separation, that person is experiencing something different than you are, but also, but also like a reflection of it, or it's hard, it's so dynamic. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. so wild how dynamic it is, and the freedom really is accessed when you can you can acknowledge what your shame story is and to acknowledge like is there resentment is there something that i'm holding on to is there a grudge there that that needs to be let go of and 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 to really let that go because it's in that letting go of like that story that the forgiveness actually lands and the whole Mm. is actually internalized like really felt um but yeah, um, for the individual that is seeking to, um, you know, to practice this, I would say um, really starting with with understanding what your values are. Mm-hmm. Like this is the foundation of, of of your every moment. Like what are your values? And I bet you fifty percent of people living right now. Now can't even answer that if we're to ask that right now, because mm-hmm. it is such a deep question. Like, what are my values? Mm-hmm. Like, I go about all these things every day. You know, I know what. Like, like if you're to ask somebody what their values are, I guarantee you, the most common answer is going to be happiness.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But but is happiness a value? Hmm. I I wouldn't say that happiness is the value. Happiness is maybe a virtue that comes from like a set of values. I would say like values are like authenticity and, you know, ethics and communication and, and love, you know, the expression of love or pleasure like some people's values are pleasure or security like understanding your personal values and being very clear about your values like that is a step um, to practice because you can ho'oponopono yourself and you can ho'oponopono things that have happened in your past on your own. You don't need a facilitator for it. You don't need to be, go into group therapy. You don't need all of these extra things. You can ho'oponopono every day before you go to bed. You ho'oponopono. You clear it out. You acknowledge what all of the things that happen in the day mm-hmm. and, and you reconnect to your values and what's important to you and and you allow that to be what takes you into the next day. So I think that's the that's a practice that um, of Ho'oponopono that is something that's accessible every day to
0: people. I love it, and I think that maybe you and I will put together a little cheat sheet for people who want to incorporate this this simple practice because it is a very simple practice of of Ho'oponopono that they can do, like you said, at the end of the day or at the beginning of the day to kind of mm-hmm. do the inventory, which really goes back to your post, right? The inventory post that you did um, on Instagram that I love so much. And I think we're going to use that same picture of this this time right now to do the inventory, to kind of go into self and see what is important for you. And what are you wanting to, to learn from this time of this incubation? and also collective healing that we're doing. What are we coming out of all of this with? You know, How are we gonna act, look and feel when we come out of it? And hopefully we're all learning a little bit more every day of what is really important. And then how do we embody that, right? Like how do we really embody, like you said, a lot of people want happiness, but they don't know really how to attain happiness because they don't really know what makes them happy because they don't know themselves. And they create a completely different construct of things that make them happy, where it's more like, you know, to me, it's peace of mind, right? But I have to work constantly on aspects of forgiveness and compassion for me to have a peace of mind. So it's, it's mm-hmm. like you instill these these values and virtues, and then you have to do the sadhana practice to then support the values and virtues that you've set up. So then you can move into spaces of like joy or happiness. Like you're like, oh, I just created a boundary. That's given me some resolve to have some time to myself to really be with my thoughts and oh, there's some peace, right? But it's very fleeting and it's not consistent. So you always have to do it. <laughs> like it's just ongoing, which I truly believe a lot of people don't understand that on the spiritual path or as they're being really forced on this path right now is that it is a constant practice this constant practice you know which goes back to Kalo is really like getting into the body and having a daily practice during right now is what I do and maybe we can share our daily practices like for me I get up do my cold shower, go straight into either a celery juice, or I do my sadhana practice with breath of fire and my kundalini and then I have my celery juice. And that's like my first, you know, 45 minutes of the day. And that kind of sets my north point star, that like sets my body for the day, sets my mind for the day. Um, if I'm really lucky, I get to go for a mermaid swim, with Whitney, we try to hook up and have a mermaid swim. And I know that you have your morning practice too, which I sure would love to hear what you're doing right now.
1: Yeah, my morning practice um, has a nice balance to it, where I definitely challenge my body. Um, so I'll run. I'll either run the beach or the or the street, and then um, a few mornings a week I'll swim. Like I'll swim out to Flat Island. I live over here in Kailua so. I'll do a quick little 10-minute swim out, 10-minute swim in, um, or I'll swim the buoy line, which is a little bit longer. And um, lately, I've been swimming with um, a girlfriend who um, is rehabilitating herself through a major knee surgery, and my time with her is so healing for me. Um, so I get to, you know, fill my cup up with that run where my heart rate just gets really elevated, and I challenge my body, and then. I do a really sweet swim and then I, I walk home and then four mornings a week, I, I, I go straight into teaching a yoga class. And yeah, my day is super epic after that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, and it is all, all physical. And I think that's why it's really important and also to understand the cycles of the body as it has more energy in the morning and then it goes through its circadian rhythm of like, resting in the afternoon and when people have this opportunity right now to not be on somebody else's schedule meaning not on a schedule of time or school or work this is a time that you could really reset your whole body clock and listen to what it has to say do you like wouldn't you agree that there's some opportunity here to learn about yourself Absolutely. And I think if you
1: have established a new um, routine for yourself already and that this new routine brings you so much more happiness or or balance in your life, then it's really important for you to um, assess whether or not you're going to give up this routine to go back to an old routine or an old schedule because um, having that routine every morning to give yourself that that growth and that space is um is integral for like your your like preservation your Mm -hmm. (laughs) self-preservation through your whole life you know like it's not about how much money you can make or how much you can how much you can show off in a certain way like I get that like we live in this like colonialistic uh, society and we have taxes we have to pay and we have rent or mortgages and all of these bills that have to have to happen right so we have to do something that can support that type of lifestyle but um, you know like to not jail yourself and and to completely drift apart and away from um, your practices that keep you centered into your authenticity right and then for those that are trying to find that practice I say, The best thing you can do is if you can commit to one or three mornings a week that you can go and walk the beach or stick your feet and your legs in the water for like 10, 15 minutes, like just giving yourself that little bit of time is so, so healing. Or if there's a mountain nearby that has a trail and you can go walk that, like getting outside into nature um, is where it's at. That's what Mm -hmm. everybody needs
0: yeah I totally agree with you on that so if you are wherever you are there's nature wherever you may be and for those of you who are in the city or in an urban environment hopefully there's a park or something close to you that you can access to kind of get yourself in the physical body and moving whether which is very interesting we're doing all these protesting and marching like as a community um, to be able to like do that kind of work together like in a space of being in the body and vocalizing you know what we want in our truth um, I highly highly recommend that and you know, Whitney has a, a beautiful array of teachers um, on Mind Body and they do all kinds of things. And I think we'll go into sharing a little bit of what what you offer and how you offer online and what can only be done in the studio. And if people wanted to do a class with you, um, are they going to be able to access um, a, a live stream opportunity or how could they practice pr- practice yoga with you?
1: um that I'm keeping it real simple right now and just streaming off of Instagram live Mm -hmm. um so there's right now there's myself and then um a girl her name is Emily and she teaches a more like high intensity interval yoga practice with a lot of cardio and yoga which is awesome um, and Emily's so great she donates a lot to a uh, nonprofit. So the nonprofit she's donating to right now is um, uh, the Innocence Project mm. and project. And um, so the Innocence Project is a nonprofit that helps um, people that have been wrongly convicted, mm-hmm. um, especially in states like, um, New Orleans and Alabama, where so many Black people have been falsely accused of major crimes and imprisoned, right? So, right now, Emily is donating a lot of um, her donations to that nonprofit. And then also, Carrie, who lives out on the North Shore on Oahu Island, um, she's a breath work facilitator and she also does um, meditation and manifestation work. Um, and um, she's awesome so if you're new to breathwork she's a a really lovely um, person to do a breathwork class with and um, you can take her class like one there's three offerings she does a week Um, And then myself, I'm just teaching asana practices online and pretty soon in like two and a half weeks, the studio will reopen to limited students, like three to five students per class. But the classes will continue to be streamed on online and I might move it to Zoom. I'm not too sure. Um, I'm kind of dabbling with that right now, but I'm trying to keep things really easy for me on the back end, like not having to email so much and um, you know yeah. copy and paste links and like welcome people to the chat room and all of this kind of things I'm like okay how can I keep it the most simple um, and mm-hmm. right now it's Instagram live because all I have to do is press the live button and then poof it's like okay we're all like virtually connected and even though it times you out in an hour it's still the easiest and easiest if route you're, right now
0: if you're, yeah and if you're not if you're not following Whitney on Instagram, you know, her her personal Instagram. And we're gonna put this in the post so that you can access her. But it's hers is Kalo Patch Kalo patch Girl. And then her her business, her yoga business is Kahlo Mind Body. So we'll be putting that in the in the post so that you guys can have access to her and learn about her teachings. And she has beautiful blogs and really about that kind of intersection of yoga and healing and hawaiian values um, all wrapped up together so very inspiring to once again connect with you sister i really love everything that you're doing and keep at it because i know we get caught up in the day-to-day of creating these These opportunities for people especially as facilitators and as yoga teachers and whatnot and we kind of we lose foresight I think of how impactful we are and how impactful we can be to people that don't have access to us so having you on the podcast is really important to let your offerings go to a broader audience and let people know like how amazing you are and hopefully they will connect with you and want to learn more from you because this you know you do have a young like younger fresh perspective although such deep wise sage soul is in there it's nice to have that role model I think for the younger generations too that it is possible to embody all parts of yourself like how you are and um and not have like have yoga be something that you just wear a beautiful outfit and you go do it once a week it's like no this can be part of your lifestyle. There's lots of ways to incorporate it. And um, even if it's the understanding of the practice of Ho'oponopono and the forgiveness practice that you incorporate that like at the end of your day and you start the beginning of your day in a f- really physical way, um, whether it's through yoga or I know you've taken up running or swimming, um, just all of that, like just healthy mind, healthy body, healthy life, healthy lifestyle. Um Which we really need right now those reminders because it's really intense right now so i encourage everybody out there to keep up with your healthy habits and um instill maybe some new challenges for yourself because we need challenges because we are so used to comfort so um, if you have any advice to people out there who are, having st- are struggling with their healthy habits right now, um, maybe we can just kind of end on that. Is like any last things you want to say to the people out there?
1: I would say um, exactly where you're at right now in life and what your body looks and feels like, how your heart feels, like all of the things, how you feel, how you look, exactly how you are right now is exactly how you should be and um, nothing more is necessary and to receive yourself completely and accept yourself completely and in that accepting you know you can really begin to understand and appreciate what is important and valuable to you in your future, your present and your future creations. And from that space of loving yourself and receiving yourself just as you are, um, new layers of self will begin to blossom open. And um, there's nothing more correct than something else. So whatever that ends up being and looking like for you, Um, just allow yourself to be the most radiant version of yourself always you know seek to be the most radiant version of yourself and however that ends up being just allow it to flow
0: nice nice yay mahalo for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate you and appreciate all that you're doing to keep us all healthy and remind us every day to be healthy through all the offerings that you're doing. It's very inspiring. So I hope that people connect with you and learn about you and will continue on their own healing journey, however that might be for them. But Please reach out to Whitney. Learn about what she's doing. Connect with her. She has so much Ike, so much knowledge in her body, in her mind, in her soul. And it's it's always a breath of fresh air to connect with you, sister. Thank you, Marnie, for your care and your love and your support. It means the world to me, seriously. And with that, we're going to say aloha and thank you guys all for tuning in. And we look forward to hearing from many of you. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and we will get more info up for you guys really soon. Aloha. Bye, Marnie. Sending you love. Aloha, everybody. Aloha.